1: Are. We're back. We're back. Um, on Barely Filtered with Aurora and Kristen. And Kristen is not pregnant. This I'm is not the first pregnant. recording we've done where she doesn't have a giant belly. I know. Um, I thought I was
0: going to be pregnant forever.
1: And she didn't know what was inside the whole time. I had a feeling it was a girl. And I was right. It's a girl. Oh my God. That was such an exciting surprise. Kristen has two boys already. So she was trying to hide the fact that she would have been devastated if she had another boy. She's like, I'm still going to love it. Yeah, for sure.
0: No, we definitely um, wanted a girl. Absolutely. But I didn't want to put that pressure on myself. And and on top of it, everyone's like, time for a girl. I'm like, I'm trying. Yeah. No, (laughs) I know. But didn't you follow like the Chinese calendar? So you told me about the Chinese calendar. I'd never even heard of it. So we tried. Okay, so basically come July, I was like, "Okay, we're ready to start trying like we We had a year of weddings, parties, whatever. And so we knew we want to start trying. So I'm like, this time I'm going to try to do all the tricks. So we got like the books and I think it was called like baby dust method. So you track your ovulation with sticks. Baby death method? Dust, I think. Baby dust. There's, There's a couple of books and it's basically about like timing of ovulation, positions. Did you ever get a positive ovulation stick? I never got one. Yeah, so I started doing the sticks, which I just got like on Amazon. You pee on it every day and then it tells you when you're ovulating. But I started doing that when I was already pregnant. So all those tricks uh, I did with the baby desk, which is like it was terrible, by the way, that we did it twice. We followed the rules. And I think it scarred Tyler for about two weeks where he's like, we're our sex life is ruined. Like, because yeah. basically it says guy has to be on top and you can't come. He has to come. What? Who yes, this? I know. We hated oh, it. Oh My God. But I was already I was already pregnant. So yeah. we didn't know if it worked because I was two weeks into pregnancy and didn't know it was a nelly concert and a lot of tequila yeah i'm oh, sorry snoop dog okay and shower sex and that's when we conceived really <laughs> and... so this busts the myth that if you have sex in the shower you can't get pregnant like so people think it like can. washes
1: away the sperm or something yeah no you um, can still get pregnant <laughs> but there is something that i've heard several times before and we're gonna have to fact check this but that like okay so male sperm swim faster and female sperms can stay alive longer yes. in the vaginal canal so, like, you can kind of tell if you're getting a girl or a boy by the time you get a positive pregnancy test based on when you had sex from yes. the time you had sex. Honestly, the Chinese calendar works. Like, and
0: it works. So I checked the Chinese calendar when you said when I told you I was pregnant. And actually, we, we I think I told you over Zoom on accident. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I checked and it was like seven out of eight said that I was a girl. But again, I didn't want to... I don't know. I just didn't want to put any pressure on myself. So, is that why you didn't find out the sex the whole time? Cause so you didn't want to be disappointed? We were like maybe eight weeks in, seven weeks in, and I wanted to find out. And Tyler just kind of sits me down and he's like, you know, holds my hand. He's like, I just want to let you know that I'm, I'm not going to find out the oh, gender. God. If you want to, you can. I'm like, well, fuck, I'm not going to find this out by myself. So yeah. he kind of pigeonholed me there. And I was like, okay, I guess we're doing this. And he made a good point. He was like, how many times in your life are you? Genuinely surprised, yeah, and we're know. you know us we're like OCD crazy planners yeah. routine all the things so we plan everything right so I was like that is kind of intriguing it might be our last one yeah it so, is my
1: mom didn't find out with all five of us yeah. and she
0: said I would have never like it's
1: the greatest surprise yeah ever and it was and it was but I'm not gonna lie like towards month six I was like I'm like low key kind of just annoyed with you right now can you just fucking find out like yes. I don't know whether to get the pink stuff or the blue stuff you're gonna have Same. a whole room we, of yellow we, and green. that's how our
0: room was. The baby's room was just beige, like yeah. beige, everything. And then it's also every time you go in for an ultrasound, you're like, did I see something like, oh, they say, for example, our OB at the end, we were asking him, oh, you know, we're about to give birth. Like if there's vaccines, like what ones should we get? What's your recommendations? And he said, oh, well, you should get the vitamin K, you know, for circumcision for any blood clots. I was like, circumcision are you saying it's a boy yeah like what the fuck doc like so and he knew at the time it was a girl but he was fucking with us
1: I had a nurse tell me before it was like we were only it was the 12 week visit so it was the time when like you could find out but we wanted to do like a gender reveal thing and so but she had told me she's like so at 12 weeks there's a certain angle that like it's it's basically the clit or the penis. And like, if it's at a certain angle, you can tell that it's growing into a penis. And if it's like lays flat, then then it's a girl. And the, the nurse straight up was like, this is like by the angle here, you know, I've done hundreds and thousands of these and this is a boy. And then so when we did our, our gender reveal, like we actually, we ended up finding out it was a girl. And that was like super surprising because I had already signed up oh, for that's another boy. Cool. Yeah. But I also kind of hate that we call it a gender reveal because it's not the gender, it's the sex.
0: Yeah, I mean that's debatable in 2023, the to those two words. Well, gender is how you is how you want to be identified in the world
1: by society sex is literally like you got a penis you got a yeah. vagina which is it
0: i i agree with you aurora but people will debate okay, you on know, that we're not actually gonna go there today <laughs> yeah. i'm not trying to get in any of those kind of i agree with you so yeah. when so i guess i i'll take you from the top of like the night first of all the month nine you know month nine you're like i'm disgusting i i want this baby out of yeah. me i thought i was gonna be pregnant forever i was dressing like adam sandler and going out in public mm-hmm. i just was gross and yes we still had sex as like, i was ready to induce or have labor because both my boys were two weeks early and I I kind of had to plan that because and they were nine and a half pounds because Tyler had camp so I was doing all the tricks got them out early with castor oil about 10 days both boys so I was mentally preparing to have a big baby that was going to come early yeah this baby came five days late yeah so every day is like is it is it today today yeah and I describe it like to Tyler's like imagine like you know you're about to go to the Super Bowl like yeah the biggest fucking day but like be ready but like it might you don't know when it's going to be be could yeah. be tomorrow it could be tonight you don't know but be ready that was so annoying oh so annoying remy was
1: a week late and then came like i didn't have to be induced were you induced so we knowledge? planned
0: an induction for a week after her due date because i was like this baby has to go out tyler had a work trip and i was just frustrated thankfully i, I loved my ob and he's like i don't like inductions if you want to like i will follow your lead but like Your body is meant to do magical things. I ended up delivering three days before that. So I didn't have to get induced. But basically within the 24 hours leading up to her birth, I went and got an Asian foot massage and they did the whole points, (laughs) you know. So within 24 hours, Asian foot massage, glass of red wine, bath to relax, curb walking, spicy food. Castor oil, sex, I did all of that yeah. in 24 and hours. for <laughs> those of you who don't know,
1: curb walking is when you literally are have one foot on the yes. curb and the other on the street. So you're kind of walking off kilter. It's supposed to like induce. Yes. you moving yeah. your hips up and, and down. And then castor oil basically is a laxative and yes. pooping is the, like, Primary. if you feel like you have to poop, like it, it can induce labor. Yes. I tried all of that. None of it worked. And then I ended up getting acupuncture, you know, for 41 that weeks. Yeah. I don't know if it works. I mean, I was 41 weeks. Yes, he ended up coming like he ended up coming two days later. But we actually we had a scheduled induction. And as I was getting ready to go to the hospital that morning, I got the butt lightning, which for those of you who have not experienced it, the butt lightning is literally like just it's like if somebody was to take like a fucking sword and just stick it up your ass like it is so debilitating so painful
0: i was like "Uh, like like you don't know what to do it hurts and i'd be standing and i'd I'd get a shooting pain i'm like i can't move Mm -hmm. oh i I was so over it yeah so i so with the castor oil i think that's what honestly did it because i did it with both the boys and with nala both times i took it didn't work just like Cramps. And then I did it the second time two days later, and then it worked. Yeah. So, but it's so funny because with Nala, I literally was like, okay, it's happening, I think, but I didn't want to get my hopes up because I had contractions two nights before. But I was like, okay, I think it's actually happening. The boys wanted to go to the hospital and drop me off. So they got the car loaded. I'm literally doing laundry because I'm like, I can't come home yeah. to a dirty house. Oh my God. And I'm like trying to breathe. We get to the hospital at like 8 30, say bye to the boys. Grandparents pick them up. I'm getting my vitals, everything, a gown, my, my room, like 9, 930. And I like cannot breathe. Like the contractions are so, so painful, oh, so painful. No, I know. It's that... like a train running through your back and your vagina every two to three I minutes. I always have
1: such like I feel like such a pussy because I don't know if I could do a full labor like actually labor with no medication and like women really do this and I'm like by choice you're stronger than me (laughs) by choice I kind of feel like there's kind of an ego component but then I do get it like when you birth a baby and you've been on fentanyl, your baby's got a little loop. Your baby has some fentanyl yeah. and then they're a little loopy. But you know what? Mine turned out okay. I think so. i, I think fine. so.
0: Yeah, I was like, give me the fucking epidural right no, now. I know. It's so it exciting when they do that. And, oh, and they and give you
1: the little button and you're like, oh. you give you the button. So for those of you who don't know, the epidural is actually not a shot. I thought it was just like a shot and they leave you alone. It's a tube that they implant in your spine. Yes. And then you it stays there for the whole time. So it's like, I'm like squeamish about like being attached to tubes and stuff and you want to come to the hospital hydrated because you're going to get an IV if you're getting the medication and if they can't get the needle in your vein, it's just the last thing that you want when you're already in pain, having contractions and they can't stick the fucking thing in your vein. Mm -hmm. That was like, honestly, that was like the worst part of birthing for me when they couldn't get the needle in my my hand or like my wrist or whatever. I was
0: like in so much pain trying to breathe because everyone's like, oh my gosh, don't look at the needle. Apparently it's really big. But I I was in so much pain just trying to breathe and like get through it that I don't even notice the pain of the needle. So once that epidural's in, I got that around 1030 and usually when you get the epidural, it's like okay, things are gonna chill out. Well, first of all, you take a nap, maybe. Yes, I, I took a nap with Conway. But basically, when I got there, I was only three centimeters dilated. And usually, they'll send you back home. Which I was having like these daydreams leading up the week, leading up that I was going to deliver the baby in the living room. And if they sent us home, that's what would have happened. And thankfully, my doctor was already there next door working on a gal, and he was like, "Keep her here. She's had really you know easy deliveries so far. Let's just keep her here and let her dilate." So I get the epidural around 1030. And then they said, yeah, relax. Turn the lights off. Tyler's literally sleeping on the couch next to me (laughs) and I'm getting ready to go to sleep. And then they put this tube around like kind of like where your heart is and where the baby's heart would be. Mm -hmm. And they lost it. Like the baby was traveling, like making its way. So the nurse came in. Thank God. Tyler's sleeping. It's me, the nurse. She's like, I'm just looking for it. I'm just trying to find the heartbeat. Not, not to concern me or anything, and I'm on my side, and she, I go, you know, I think, I think I, I think I went pee or like my water broke or something. She goes, that's well, probably your catheter, and um, she's still looking for the heartbeat, and then she lifts up my gown and she goes, baby's head's out. Oh I'm my like, god, what? And she just turns me over. I just open my legs she goes baby's head's out baby's head's out and then Tyler hops up thank god Holy and crap. the baby just glides out so you didn't out. have to push I didn't push I didn't lift a leg she slid oh god, out that's she so slid nice because you probably didn't get any hemorrhoids no well I still got hemorrhoids <laughs> oh <No>, you did <laughs>
1: because like the pushing is like when when you're pushing they tell you push like you're pooping yeah so if you push really hard and you can't feel anything no, I, yeah. that's one of the reasons why I get why people don't want to do medication because if you're not feeling how hard you're pushing like I couldn't sit for like a full week like, oh
0: 100% it was but you're doing well I'm doing good now but the hemorrhoids I got with both the boys before and then they like went away and then I had to go to a doctor and they like took care of it and and then I got it again with this it's just also the pressure Yeah. and then especially if you're working out or like I got them again after calling because I was squatting so much and they're, yeah. they're like in anyway that's I know this is so not really sexy graphic. but like guys it's, the, it's, it's reality it's
1: part of you know bringing humans into the world so if you don't like it then you can go don't live on Mars <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. every
0: mom I've talked to has experienced it so it's normal and every woman who has birthed a child has them supposedly
1: so- like certain cultures though have an easier time birthing like evidently and this is not me being like racial profiling this is what my doctor told me she's like Vietnamese women come in and they birth their baby babies in 10 minutes and they have no recovery. They like run I home. I think I've
0: heard that before, too. I, I,
1: maybe like there some people are just meant to have more babies. I don't maybe. know. They got little baby hips, too. Little babies. Oh, I God. mean, of course, like I, don't, I had to procreate with a six, five, like giant person yes. who gave me Remy, who had the biggest head ever. But I was so scared. They were going to give me the Foley catheter. Did you have to have a Foley catheter? I, I, yeah, I think so. They put it like they insert this balloon into your cervix and then it slowly opens and I, then they send you home during that time. And that's to, like to help you dilate. But it oh. sounds like you were already dilated. And didn't they stick they the put, finger
0: up and strip your membrane? Oh, it's, I did membrane stripping, too. I did it three times. That's I called uh, my doctor. <laughs> First of all, it doesn't hurt. Every, uh, it hurts so no, bad. It feels like uh, like you're in ninth grade mm-hmm. and like there's a 14 year old boy aggressively fingering, fingering yes, you. Yes, <laughs> which I, I, oh, the, the fingernail not that, you can feel under not, the glove it's not terrible people think it's like I just had women in my DMs being like it's the worst pain of my life I'm like you haven't given birth yet then like it's nothing compared to birth I don't think
1: I just don't like it's not comfortable
0: so basically they take their finger and they strip away what is the mucus
1: plug which is something that protects your cervix from basically like opening prematurely and it also helps to induce labor yes and they say also sex helps to induce labor Mm -hmm. because if you've ever had sex when you're fully pregnant it's kind of a wild experience because when you orgasm naturally your uterus which is just the size of your fist normally, it contracts and yes, it pulsates. Yes. So when you have sex and your uterus is the size of a basketball, so your strange. whole stomach contracts. It, like, it feels so such strange. It's such an odd
0: feeling. Yeah, I, I just felt like swollen. I'm like, yeah. it feels so weird. I know. Yeah, so a weird. pregnant orgasm
1: is definitely... All sorts of weird, weirder. I don't know. And <laughs> and Mikey would always tell me like he liked having sex when I was pregnant, but like the
0: vagina feels different. I feel like I felt like my vagina like was swollen. Yeah. So it might feel like the when their dick goes in, it's like tighter. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah.
1: It's like this is like it's just like more vagina. Yeah. <laughs> just, to more vagina. just a stall. More vagina. more cushion more vagina.
0: Oh <gasps> my God. So yeah. So anyway, she slid out and I didn't push. I didn't even lift a leg. I was kind of like, what the fuck? Did you like, cry when you saw she was a girl? Well, so next thing I knew, within four seconds, there was like eight people in there and nurses and my doctor ran over. And by the way, my doctor is amazing. I've never had a male OB. He's just like a guy's guy. Like Tyler wanted to have beers with him when, after Nala was born. Okay. Like he's awesome. And everyone raved out what an amazing experience it is to deliver with him. And I didn't even get that experience because she I just didn't slid get to deli- out. Yeah, I didn't get, yeah. didn't, didn't get to so get like, delivered so, by and I'm also by like, So since I did this myself, am I still getting the full bill doc? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, he came in and mind you, he was next door delivering a girl who was pushing for five hours. God bless her soul. Oh. And mine slid out. Also, I'm telling everyone that my baby slid out. I don't know what that says about my it's, vagina. Yeah, like do you People just have, have a really wow. large vagina. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I would be necessarily <laughs>
1: broadcasting
0: that. Well, I do have the tricks. OK, so here are the tricks to have an easy labor and delivery. In my experience, I'm three for three, so I can just speak on my experience. But the last trimester, about six weeks leading up, I used evening primrose oil every single night. So I would have one capsule in the morning orally. And at nighttime, I would, it's like a fish oil. Then I would put a pin in it. So it can release the oil and I would basically put it up my vagina Mm -hmm. and it essentially acts. It's an oil. So it it lubes up your cervix. So it's lubing up the vaginal canal on your cervix. I put it all the way up there. I don't want to touch my cervix. It's not fun. I know it's not fun. And it's it's, that's how I know my vagina felt swollen and probably why it feels so great to have sex. But I'd put one up there and then I'd have raspberry leaf tea every single night. Yeah, they say raspberry leaf tea, but they say don't have it unless you're ready to go into labor oh i did it for the six weeks leading up those two i'm convinced made my labor and deliveries easy i had two 10 minute pushings and then five seconds no pushing yeah so it worked for me those are the two things i live by raspberry leaf tea every night and then evening primrose and oil this worked for all
1: three of your kids. all three of okay, my kids so, i swear yeah. by it
0: and then people ask, like what's your birth plan i had no plan my plan was to show up and deliver a happy yeah. baby and i think you need to do that to not have The pressure and the stress.
1: I didn't ever have a birth plan pressure or fucking
0: playlist. Someone asked me, what's your birth? No, who has a playlist? You know me. You know me. (laughs) I didn't even have a a playlist. Literally, this is how
1: this is. This is probably one of the many reasons why my my marriage ended. But like literally on the way to the hospital while I'm in labor, we have been to this hospital every day for the last like fucking 40 weeks or every week at least. And Mikey takes the wrong exit. Oh my god! And I'm like, you know, yelling at yeah. him. He does not allow anybody to yell at him. So he's yelling back at me. I'm like, I'm in labor. You don't get to like I'm you, a human. You have to just did <laughs> just you just have me. to get me there? <laughs> like, like even when I'm in labor, he would not allow me to like yell at him. And I'm just like, okay, I'm not fighting with you right now. We get to the hospital, and then Remy was also very easy. Like I pushed for. Maybe fifteen minutes. And do you and think any anything contributed to that? Um, Did you do anything? He was just ready. It was forty-one yeah, yeah, weeks. Yeah, but he was a big baby, and I had a, I had a tough recovery with that. Like I ripped. They stitch you up. I didn't feel being stitched up. I had heard nightmare stories about people can feel it. I was still pretty numb down there. Yeah, you're numb. Um, and then honestly, no, my pregnancy was easy with him. My delivery was easy with him other than him being huge. It was that fourth trimester where I was like, yeah. please, I would have rather you been in my belly for like the term that elephants have, which I think is like 15 months yeah. or something. <laughs> then that because the thing is, you think that the hard part's over when you get the baby out. Okay. Oh, but you go home. Oh, my God. I just remember my colostrum was was not coming in yet. You get really nervous that they're like losing weight and stuff. And I, ha- I remember I finally pumped like the littlest amount out and our dog's tail knocked it oh, over. Oh my gosh. Not the liquid just gold. cried. I just cried. Oh my God. It was so sad. And And then, and I was so nervous. Like, I had him in the snoo. I had all oh my God, the amount of stuff I had yeah. for Remy. Like poor Soleil, she had literally nothing. You I was don't like, need anything. we need a laundry basket yeah, for that's you to all sleep you need. in, and that's it. I had everything for Remy, but he just he he really didn't sleep for like the first full year of life. Like oh I God. still have PTSD from him not sleeping. Do not ask me how to sleep train a child. I don't know how. <laughs> They're still not sleep training.
0: That's for Kristen. She's well, like, I we I, we were saying before we started recording is we do want to talk about the fourth trimester and postpartum and sleep training and breastfeeding breastfeeding and all that. So that is to come. But on that note when Nala did come, I did put it on on the boob. I believe nice. even though I don't breastfeed, I I couldn't with the boys. I tried about six weeks with Jackson two with Conway and Nala. I'm like, I'm just going to try. I Shame. believe Shame. i What a terrible woman. Did I am. Did you try for Nala? I tried. I put her immediately on the boob and she took it and I felt fine. But I, I just believe in animal instinct. Mm-hmm. I, I believe she knows I'm the mother. She can smell me the skin to skin. I believe in I believe that we are animals. So for her to be on my boob and to get my milk is she needed that and I needed that. So it just kind of established this is I'm your mom. Yeah. And she was so calm. And I was like, for one week. I did it for a week. And she was so calm. And I was like, is she okay is she okay because she was blue by the way there's blood everywhere because we weren't prepping for this ty's like i didn't want to tell you in the moment because i was trying to keep you calm yeah it was a fucking massacre oh my god but because they weren't preparing i didn't have legs up there was nothing down it was just blood everywhere so i just have this blue baby with blood all over her (laughs) on my boob and she's calm and not and i'm like i'm like is she okay i kept saying is she okay is she okay but right before that anyway the doctor came in we had an agreement that First of all, I brought a tripod. I was like, I want to film his reaction. I want to like I didn't, influencers in the I know, wild. Influencers in the wild. I wanted to. I wanted to have that moment, but I didn't want to share it with a stranger and have a photographer. To each their own. Just, I, I just like me and him. It's six, like, the best moment in, in our lives. We've never had anyone else in the room but us and and the doctors. So anyway, couldn't record it because it just happened. Yeah. And um, so we did plan that Tyler would announce if it was a boy or girl. So he's like, Tyler, do you want to announce? And Tyler's like. Is it a girl? He's
1: like, I've never seen one of these small yes, vaginas
0: before. <laughs> because they come out like their vaginas are kind of swollen. And yeah. he saw like the back end. He's like, is it that a baby nutsack? Is that yeah, a baby? Yeah, like, I think it's it? a girl. He goes, it's a girl. It's a girl. And like, we both just lost oh, it. I like didn't believe him. I was like, it's a girl. I it's a girl. I love that. Oh, and immediately God. we knew her name was Nala. And uh, yeah, so I put her on the boob and everything was fine. We had to stay an extra day because she was essentially big for her because she's a girl. She was eight, eight pounds nine ounces oh, eight wow. pounds oh she was born at 11 11 too oh um so they had to we had to stay an extra day to like monitor her glucose levels and yeah yeah all oh my that. god that's so funny
1: you have like he's <laughs> like you may be too fat yes, you can't leave yeah oh my god that's so funny yeah, so
0: we stayed in the hospital and i actually facetimed you and olivia first yeah. and, and then of course
1: i ruined it because olivia was like kristen just FaceTimed me. i thought you had already talked to her yeah but evidently she missed your FaceTime yes, and of course and i said to her can you believe it's a girl yeah. oh my god i'm so excited yeah and And then she's like, Aurora,
0: why do you always do that? You always ruin (laughs) surprises. And I'm
1: like, I thought you
0: talked to her. Yeah, because I think I called her and she didn't answer. I called you and you're like, why is that baby so large? <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's <laughs> a
1: big like baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, we
0: FaceTimed our best friends and shared the news. And then I kept it quiet for 10 days. Yeah, I, kept trick- I was like, keep- why are you trying to pretend you're pregnant? You're like straight up lying <laughs> to me. I know, this. I did. I just wanted to have, because it's a lot. Like, you get DMs, you have strangers, you have people texting you. Oh, and- I
1: loved the congratulations. I lo-
0: well, I, it but, was so nice. It is nice. But mentally, I just wanted to, like, be present like enjoy the time with my family and I have to go home to two other crazy boys who I also need to like consider. There's just a lot mentally that I was dealing with. And like, I have a past of the post baby blues, not full postpartum, but Mm -hmm. the blues. So I I needed to just like take care of my mental health. Yes. Be present, enjoy the time and the transition. And then like just literally just go home and take a fucking shower, unpack, do a load of laundry, just, this breathe and woosah. And then I was like, okay, I'm ready to. Yeah.
1: Well, in a lot of cultures, they actually really strongly believe that for at least five weeks, you need to be eating only warm things, not going outside, no fans, no like really no communication with anybody other than like the person who's taking care of you and somebody cooking for you. And they think that if you don't honor that sacred time of those five weeks staying home, that it can affect your long-term mental health. And I'm not going to lie. I feel like I've been batshit crazy ever since I had kids. (laughs) So maybe I should have done that more. But I do want to say this before we forget, because people had asked about doulas and what they think about it. So, okay, I paid for a doula for my first pregnancy. She was good for giving me information and stuff. And it was just an exciting time. And the plan was that, you know, when I went into labor, she was going to come and basically like assist with keeping me comfortable and stuff. Listen, guys, the worst, like, however much money I spent ever because... And they're not cheap. They're not cheap. Yeah. When you get an epidural, she could have been sawing my feet off and I would not have felt it. And she's, like, massaging my feet and I'm like, (laughs) I, I didn't want her there. Like, it was just, it was not helpful. I, like... And then with Soleil, I just didn't even have a doula. Soleil came emergency C-section a month early. So that was, you know, that wouldn't have really worked anyway either. But yeah, that birth story is just totally different. I think I've already told it, though, on the podcast. Well, I think it's
0: just good to know because people always, I think especially with your first woman go into wanting, I wanted natural, I wanted to breastfeed. I looked into doulas, all this stuff. And then once you go through it, you realize... Nothing's no. going to help except a fucking no. epidural.
1: Yeah. And I did have postpartum. So when you think of postpartum depression, you hear the stories, the horror stories of the moms, like not bonding with their kids or like wanting to throw it off the balcony or, you know, I, I didn't feel that at all. Like I did feel that instant connection with my child, but with the sleep deprivation and the vigilance. I was very nervous. I was very oh, yeah. anxious. Like I definitely slipped into it's like called catastrophic anxiety where I would just imagine the worst case scenario. I was up all night, even when he would sleep, just making sure he was breathing. Like I would, I really like had a fear that something bad was going to happen to him. And then like any stories I would hear, I kept like the Madeline McCann story mm-hmm. kept coming up and then I'd hear horrible things on the news and I really couldn't shake it. So I ended up telling my doctor and he put me on Zoloft and it literally changed my life. Like yeah. it made me feel so
0: much better. I, I did that with, with Jackson yeah. and I went on lorazepam like kind of as needed. And yeah. I know we have different opinions on SSRIs, but it, sometimes you need it and it yeah. works. Well, and
1: you weren't breastfeeding. So like yeah. lorazepam, I wouldn't have been able to take oh. something like a Xanax or a Valium because it. it can go into the breast milk and it can make the baby like too sedated. Got it. SSRIs. I mean, it made me feel better. Yeah. I was on it for a short period of time. But the thing is, if you have been in sort of like a depression before from childbirth and the hormones it's likely that it can come back so during my second pregnancy I it was during the pandemic I wasn't feeling connected in my marriage and I started feeling like I can recognize in myself the feelings of like a chemical imbalance and I was just like I would wake up in the morning and I would just feel like so just sad like despair and heavy and like and I, I mean, the world was shutting down. Sure, there were things to be sad about, but I knew it was chemical. And I really had to make a decision of like, do I go on back on the Zoloft that no know works for me while I'm pregnant? And the thing is, like, they don't do clinical studies on pregnant women. They, yeah, they, no they one have, will. They have. Yeah. They have. And they have some data. And some data suggests that, like, it can increase the chances of autism in in your child. So having a background working with kids with autism, I knew that autism is five times more likely to manifest in a boy than a girl. I knew I was having a girl. There's you have to weigh the pros and cons of, like, the stress of being depressed while pregnant and that effect on you and the baby and the stress or or like the potential risks of what it could possibly do for your baby. And Mike and I had that conversation and we decided that I would go on it. So I went on a, I went on like a low dose during my pregnancy with Soleil and, and, and I started feeling immediately better. So I'm like, yeah. yeah. And I, and I went off
0: of it shortly after I had her. Yeah, I so. think I, when I left home with Nala, this was different this time because I had post baby blues, had lorazepam with with Jackson, saw the same signs. Like you said, it could come back with Conway. And then with Nala, I came home and I felt it was a different type of emotion. I was so emotional, but it was because I was so full of love, mm. but scared that something could happen. Mm. I, I was scared to drive a car. I was yeah. scared Tyler was going on a flight. I'm like, this is where he leaves and he dies and I'm stuck yes. with three kids. Like, I love my family so much. How I do I deserve this? Like a little imposter syndrome. Like I was just crying all the yeah. time. And then I looked at my other two boys who are now five and six. I'm like, oh, my gosh, they were just this little. Now they're five and six. And now they're, then they're going to move out. And then like, they're you know, I know. It's and then I had guilt of like, how did I not? treat them like babies. I'm so hard on them. I'm so hard on my oldest. And I talk to him like an adult and expect so much from him. And there's a lot of guilt. I think, Nala, the more kids you have, especially this third, made me realize, like, it really does go by so fast. Yeah, And it made me a better mom. And I made, with every child, you realize your priorities and what's important. And for me, it was I had this epiphany of I only want to hang out with my family. Yeah, in like five you just want to be present. I want to be present. I want to it goes by so fast. I want to be at every game. I want to do everything with them. I want to travel with them. I want to be more patient with them when they're pissing me the fuck off. I know. I, I want to be nicer to them. I want to go down to their level and talk be to them. Present. I know. i am thinking that, too, of like my kids just want me to like
1: get on the floor and play with That's them. That's it. And That's I'm like, I'm always doing 500 things. And so they will look at me and be like.
0: Mommy, just sit with me. That's all Build they with want. Me. And I'm like,
1: I don't want to play. Yeah, I'm missing it. And I, I think
0: <laughs> that's every mom. There's so I many know. times like, I have so much fucking shit to do. Like, it has to get done. But I'm trying to be better. I think Nala's opened my eyes that it can pause. The laundry can wait. Yes. You know, you can take... and. I actually have a behavioral therapist friend and she said all they want is five minutes if you can give them five minutes to yeah. sit down on your knees play on their level and play their blocks for five minutes that'll fill up their They're cup gonna of the love day it. Yeah. And, yeah
1: and I know it's so true I need to be better about that I feel like with with Remy too I was constantly nexting like I was like oh yes. god I can't wait till he can so sit common. up I can't wait till he, he can, can walk. crawl he, I can't wait till yeah. he can walk till he can and then you look on your phone and it's just like distant memories in a camera roll yeah. now so with Soleil like I really I took in every phase and I was like I know that this is not going to last forever because yes. with the first it really does feel like those guys oh yeah are never going to end and yeah. like am I ever going to be myself again am I am I ever going to get my body back again you will you can yes. you have to be patient you can't force it yes and then if you do you're going to look back at your camera roll and you're going to be like oh I wish I was like in it a
0: little more yeah. than instead of just totally someone nexting. someone told me whose kids are now grown and says little kids little problems big kids big problems and that was just like oh like, right now, it's like, so, you know, Jackson took my ball. And 10 years from now, it's going to be like, did you drive drunk last night? Oh you God. know, like, there's there's so many bigger problems no, to worry I about. Know. So it's I'm trying to embrace this moment in our lives. And I think Nala really helped open my eyes to yeah. that. But, I mean, that's, like, pretty much my birth story in a yeah. nutshell. And I want to talk about sleep training, breastfeeding, all the things. But I think we should go back to the beginning because I know we have so many questions from you guys of pregnancy and birth and we have some here. So we kind of took like the ones that were most popular I guess and one of the biggest things I was asked is like how do you get pregnant? Like, literally. Like, really? pick it, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that was, let's talk about the well, birds and the bees. There's this only one way. Really? Um, but every woman's different. So I think just take this with a grain of salt. Like, my fertility is different from Aurora's, is different from yours. Mm. Every woman is so different. has their own story. And I have a woo-woo
1: perspective yeah. on it. Like, I actually talked to a spiritual midwife because I had three miscarriages before mm-hmm. Remy. One of them was at 12 weeks, which <sighs> was, like, pretty devastating. I actually yeah. birthed the sack, which was, like, the size of oh my, my fist God. in my home? bathroom. Oh my God. Yeah, and it was like a full delivery, painful, horrible. <clears throat> but I, I, I started talking to a spiritual midwife and she basically was telling me that like, I need to make amends with my own qualms with my mother in order to like bring in a baby that's ready to be in this world. And, and I did these like, manifestation practices and meditation. And I got pregnant with Remy and she actually texted me and she was like, Rora, you're ready to go into labor. And I went into labor. Like she she has a gift.
0: I I can put her in the show notes. I'm a huge believer that your mind and body and soul are one. And if you do have, (laughs) you know, wounds or traumas that you haven't like closed that door, I could absolutely see how that affects your physical state like, yeah I can't I imagine not being able to get pregnant and again people have we don't know the answers to everything we're not doctors and we have empathy for women who are struggling but I think there's something to be said about feeling at peace with your body, your body. Have, your, have you ever
1: had an eating disorder or like a uh, any I kind don't of thing so nothing I mean nothing hardcore Do you own a scale I own a scale. Okay, I feel like that's sometimes like my friend who I was on vacation with. She's like, I weigh myself every morning when I wake up, and I'm like, I kind of feel like that's
0: obsessive. I I I don't own a scale. I used to when I was training for Sports Illustrated because there was a number, but I but I I felt healthy and I it made me feel good and to work harder or to know I'm on the right track. And mind you, my number was like uh, that made me happy it was like one fifty. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like I need to get down to one twenty. I guess something. my point is I, just
1: that like our mind and our bodies are so interconnected. Totally. And if you're not happy and loving and trusting that your body is yeah. sacred and, and giving it everything that it needs and, and not being like too hard on it, then I feel like it makes it easier to get pregnant. And, I agree. You know, your your body's not gonna take on a I mean think about it. If you don't A lot of women end up losing their period and their ability to be fertile from stress, from, you know, eating Eating disorders and things like that. So I do feel like there's a a strong component of taking care of your body, but also being patient with the time. And then sometimes it's like the smallest thing of like you need a baby aspirin because you're you're not clotting properly. For sure. So like just getting all all those
0: boxes checked. I think, too, I've been asked, you know, did you stop working out when you're trying to conceive? Did you stop eating and drinking? I didn't stop anything because I felt like that would. I feel like you're already putting stress in your body by thinking like, I can't do this. I can't do that because I'm trying. And it's yeah. like, just be healthy, like work out. Cha- I changed nothing. I literally was working out every single day. I was going in the sauna. You weren't drinking as much as I, you well, normally
1: would, right?
0: Oh, I mean, I was hammered when I, Excuse when, when we, every time oh, when, when you we, got, when pregnant. I got pregnant. I thought you meant during the pregnancy. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I was no, like, no. Um, no. but <laughs> well, on not, no, okay, that note, okay, too, that kind of leads into, did you ever drink when you were pregnant? Did I? I, Did you drink or did you smoke weed or have gummies or drink wine? Did you do anything? Not really. I mean, I
1: would have a glass of wine every so often. But the thing is, it's like when you're pregnant, it doesn't feel good. Like yeah. the, it it well maybe it's my guilt. I just didn't like like I would have like half a glass of red wine. I feel like a little buzz and then I'd be like, "Oh my god, wait a minute. Like if I'm buzzed, the baby's buzzed. Like what am I doing to my baby?" I don't So no, I didn't I really didn't drink when I was pregnant hardly at all. I had maybe like a glass of red wine every couple of weeks, yes, half a glass. Same. And
0: also for me, I'm not a huge drinker now. So when I drink, it's like when it rains it pours. It's yeah. like if I want to drink, I want to well, I feel it. you have to be careful <laughs> with I the postpartum yeah.
1: because I would go balls to the wall like a little too hard just to escape. For sure. I'd have like a bottle of red to myself and it's every too, night. It's too much. You can't handle it. Like yeah. when you're breastfeeding and everything, it's like your body really needs to be yeah. recovered. With
0: pregnancy, I'd have like an occasional glass of red. I'm like, this just tastes so good. Yeah. I take the edge off. But... Very occasional. I had like a margarita in Mexico. I've I've done so much research because I know there's pros and cons to smoking weed. I don't inhale or smoke. If there's or no clinical trials on moms getting high on weed. That's the thing. No one's going, going to take that risk. Right. Of, of Except that. You, evidently. Well, well, there is a famous <gasps> Jamaican study, of course, Jamaica. Yeah. And they did this on pregnant women of those who consumed weed and those who did not. And the kids turned out. All okay. Yeah, they were very attentive. Mm-hmm. They were very social and worked yeah. well with others. All the things. Well, listen, like alcohol is not good for you, no pregnant matter what. or not. No,
1: weed is actually not good for you, pregnant or not. Mm-hmm. Like the the, it's the, th- the
0: th- THC part. Yeah, yeah it,
1: it's not everything in moderation yeah. sure but like you have to know that it's like you're actually not doing a great thing for your baby and you are actually are making you could be making things complicated that don't need to be complicated if you do it to excess well but same thing with something like exercise. Yeah. Exercise, I ended up having a miscarriage after I went to a Pilates class,
0: wow. which I don't know if
1: it was because of that. And then you can actually see on my Instagram, I'll attach it, but I was doing these exercises right the day before Soleil had to come out, emergency C-section, because she was wrapped in her cord. I had this bar over my head and we were doing these like spinny things oh. like this. And I fully think like I wrapped her in the cord doing those exercises oh like my of gosh. how I was moving. Because she was like, you know, getting twisted. And then I I didn't feel her move for a day. And then I ended up finding out she was wrapped in her cord and had to come out emergency. So, like, I think... You know, alcohol is scary when you're pregnant. Yes. So is weed. But you have to be careful with things like exercise, Everything. too. Yeah. Well, and
0: on that note, too, with food, because that leads me into um, my doctor is very real because I, I asked, I'm like, can I have an edible? I know moms who would smoke a weed pen, have gummies all the time because they're nauseous. Like, yeah. I know so many women who do it. It's more common, but no one's going to talk about it no. because it is so taboo and there is no studies and, and whatnot. But something I think people are more willing to talk about is like the, the food and exercise. Like you're saying, exercise you can do in moderation. I, I'm i a firm believer of just don't change anything. If you're a runner, keep running. You know, if you lift weights, keep lifting weights. But know your body and your strength. I obviously went lower on the the weights. I wasn't doing squats. I wasn't doing mm-hmm. abs. But um, the food, I changed nothing. I, the only thing I stopped was oysters because I'm like, okay, as raw as you can get, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. But... One night we were in Hawaii. We had our our buddies, a chef. He literally caught the fish that day in Hawaii, hosed it down as fresh as you can get. And my dumbass goes on Google and it's like, you're going to have mercury poisoning and poison your baby. And it's going to come out with two heads. Yeah. Maybe. I mean,
1: if you have like a can of tuna every day, well,
0: that's what I asked my doctor. And I'm like, I'm freaking out. Do I need to get a mercury test? And he's like, literally laughed at me. He's like, do you think they tell women in Japan to stop eating no, fish? No, for sure. No,
1: it's just avoid things that that are likely to give you listeria. Yes, which is the food poison. But he's at, like,
0: which you, I got, and he's like, you can get that from spinach. You can get that totally. from other meat. You can get that from fruit from pesticides. Like, and also, what's very interesting to me is that we glorify and almost poke fun at women who crave. Burger King and burgers and milkshakes yeah. and up at night eating Oreos. It's like, do there's more poison in that fucking pack of Oreos than there yeah. is in no, fresh those, sushi. Those,
1: those like polyunsaturated fats, I probably got that wrong, that are literally banned in most of the world, but are still in all of our food products in the U.S., like those are poison too. Yes. It's everything in moderation. Absolutely. I got food poisoning, had to go to the hospital for eating a sandwich from Starbucks when I was pregnant. So like, you know.
0: And see, I craved sandwiches because lunch meat's a big thing. Also, someone's like, Did you stop eating hot dogs? I'm like, All right, girl, hot dogs is in your daily diet. We got bigger <laughs> Did issues. Did you <laughs> stop eating hot dogs? It's like, Yes, when I was yeah. four years old. <laughs> Who eats hot dogs? Yeah. Um. So, I, everything in moderation, everything quality. Don't go to get your sushi at a gas station. You know, it's like yeah. everything in moderation and healthy. Like, yeah. it, it's healthy. All, and God. be careful
1: with your exercises because, you know, it. You don't want to put too much strain on your body. You yeah. could go into early labor. And I don't know if I wrapped my baby in my cord by doing those twisty moves, but she was wrapped in her cord the next
0: day. Did you have coffee when you were pregnant? I did. I, that was, I had was. There's some day. things I'm
1: not willing to give I up. I didn't
0: have four shots of espresso like I do, but yeah. I'd had like a cup of coffee. I had I was, my like one, my one yeah. cup. I think it's fine. I mean, I did it with all my kids and I'm, yeah. I'm good. My first, I was like, I can't have brie cheese and yeah. sandwiches and coffee. And I was like, eh. something that really helped me with my nausea
1: because I was really sick for my first trimester, these little pellets that they sell at like a whole store yeah. of some kind. And damn it, I'm going to put it in the show notes because I just lost the name, but it's, it's this long name that I can't even think of, but it really helped my nausea so
0: much did did you also have um zofran i didn't have any nausea i'm I, i'm a firm believer for me personally i took the best care of my body the years like the last couple years and this was the easiest pregnancy i've ever had weird you uh, didn't have any nausea i had no nausea i looked great up until like the last two months and then i blew up and that's just what my body one, yeah. mother nature wanted to do i looked great i felt great I had no nausea. I never threw up. I had some headaches, but I took care of my body yeah. People think you need to stop taking care of your body. I'm a, for, I think, I again, took care of my body, but those hormones, I know I don't that's know.
1: gonna I, I was I was so sick.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Everyone's different. Like, I know some people who are athletes and professional athletes or college athletes who threw up every day. Yeah. So it's gonna happen. You never know. Pregnancy Pops helped me with the first one. Okay. But um, yeah, Zofran. I did IVs. You like, wanna know
1: what, too? I had pregnancy insomnia with Soleil, and the doctor said, prescribed me Ambien. And I was like, I'm not going to take Ambien. I've never taken Ambien in my life. I'm not going to take it now. with like, Because Ambien's like a scary drug. So
0: on that note, what's so funny is, because this is my whole spiel on like edibles, because I'm like, we are saying women can't have edibles for nausea, even though it's proven to work for people who have taken it. But we're going to give someone... Pills made in lab that we've yeah. never they've she never taken. She was like, no, it's safe. It's safe during pregnancy. It's not a big deal. Watch, watch. Guaranteed in about five to ten years, they're gonna make it legal because they're gonna find a way to make money from it, and they're gonna prescribe it to all the pregnant women. Guaranteed. Okay, okay.
1: Well, we'll see. But Guaranteed. Also, also, that's my prediction. Because I was on an SSRI when I had Soleil. When she came out, we needed to watch her for, like, withdrawal symptoms because you can't just stop taking an SSRI. And she technically was on it, too. So, but she was fine. Everything was good. They did have to. There's, like, that scale that they do when they first come out of, like, from 1 to 10, how healthy are they? And she was, like, a 2, wasn't crying. But then... Eventually got to like I think it's maybe to one to five or something, but but yeah. Anyway, so she ended up being just fine, and she's a little pain in the ass. Now, two years old.
0: <laughs> well, okay. So on that note, what what is something no one tells you about pregnancy? A and B. No one tells you about the actual birth and like labor and delivery. For me, I, this didn't happen to me, but I but thank God. But someone told me, oh yeah, two become one. I was like, excuse me, They're like your butthole and your vagina hole can
1: tear and to make one hole it can that didn't happen to me and you poop and i had a pretty big baby and i did not poop during either of my deliveries they don't tell you that you lose a tremendous amount of blood yes especially for a c-section you lose you can lose like a liter or two. So you're likely anemic afterwards. They don't tell you that when you first come home with that baby, that you have to go to the doctors the next day and all the things with the jaundice and that the weight, their weight will probably drop. Yes. And that your milk doesn't come in right away. Mm -hmm. So there's this time, like this one or two day time where like you want to feed the baby, you really want to make sure it's getting your food, but like your milk hasn't fully come in yet. During that time, I was okay doing a little bit of formula with my second. The first I didn't because they they say if you start introducing formula first, it messes with the gut flora. I mean, you guys, there's a lot. but there's you want a lot to know, of information. <laughs> don't get a doula for delivery. Get a postpartum night nurse. That shit so is expensive. Sleep. But you, here's what you do. You have your baby shower. You don't ask for anything other than like a contribution oh, to a night nurse.
0: That's genius. Yes. yes. Because there was nights when I came home with Nala, I was like, and I was like, I'm pro sleep training. I got this. I've done this before. I think it's gangster. That's how you earn your, your street yeah. cred. And I was up in the middle of the night, 2 a.m. She's screaming, crying it out. You're and I was just so like, tired. Oh. And then I'm like, I'm sorry, $500 a night. Yeah.
1: Insanity. No, it's a lot. It definitely is a lot. But listen, one night of sleep. Like 100%. You're new,
0: it saves you for a week. For sure. I do think if you are going to do it, it's one of those things, too, I think I struggle with because I grew up with not much. So I would see these. It's, it's a common theme in my life. Kids who got cars, for example, I'm like. I hate that kid. Their mom and dad bought that for them. But at the same time, I'm like, some someone gave me a car, I'd fucking have it. Yeah. And same thing with the night nurse. Like, I can't responsibly spend that. I don't spend apologize that. anymore for but that. If, but if, if Tyler was like, we'll have a night nurse, I'd be like, fucking let's go, yeah. you know? So I if know. you can, like, if you no can, hate, if, that's awesome. Yeah, Especially if, you, if it's like once or twice a week, just to like give yourself a give breather. Give yourself a break. That makes sense. Yeah,
1: for yeah. sure. And even if it's like, it doesn't have to be overnight. It can be like, you know, during the witching hour, which witching hour mm-hmm. can happen around five where your baby just keeps crying and won't stop crying.
0: What are your what are your thoughts for expecting fathers? Like what's like some good advice for for them during it all? Like during pregnancy or for birth? Like what's something you wish Mikey knew during everything you went through? Oh man. To not yell at you. Yeah, no I your way I to think, the
1: hospital. I think just being a little bit more accepting of just not understanding. Like, you're just going to have to, like, just take my word for it. I feel crazy. I don't know why I feel crazy. I don't feel good. Like, being a little bit more supportive in just not really understanding what's going on, but that I have a lot of feelings and I'm trying my best to deal with them. Yeah. Um. Also, I think like he kind of guilted me a little bit about the night thing. He's like, oh, I got it. Or like we can do this. We did it before. It's like, just say yes. Yes. Everything I say this to need, what, just say yes. This is what I need. I know. Yeah. There's it, a
0: reason why I'm saying I need these yeah. things. Oh, the
1: other thing, when the baby's born, you stay with your wife. In the hospital, you don't go golfing. You don't go golfing. <laughs> you don't go to your friend's birthday party.
0: You even if there's no
1: actual practical reason for you to be there, sleeping on a chair because we didn't we yeah, had a chair. Just do it anyway, because yeah. even if I say it's okay, like I resent you. Yes, they'll resent you
0: for Ty, it. I would say like there's nothing. There's literally nothing for a dad to do until like they're six weeks old or whatever, which is yeah. kind of true. But like we already feel disgusting, we mm-hmm. already feel out of touch with our bodies. We are hormonal. Yeah, we're sad. We're also Learn very how happy. To work the gadgets, like just just be there for us. Yeah, that's all. I just need emotional support, yes. and I need like you to hold the baby so I can take a shower, and I
1: need you to sterilize the nipples, and I need yeah. you to know, yes. I need you to organize my nipple pads, yeah, and so I need you to have do all the,
0: do a load of laundry, do all like here and there. Maybe Mikey I was don't know. good. Mikey's like a super organ. Like he he would like you know wash the bottles and that's do, good. have all my like pump stuff and. We well, you know what's funny? Ty is turning into such like like a housewife. Yeah. <laughs> Works from home. He spies on the neighbors when they're talking. I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, just listening to what they're saying.
1: Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, my gosh,
0: you're an old woman. <laughs> we had to replace all of the bottles that we got with glass bottles. Okay. We, we replaced all plastic in the house with glass. I love that. Everything. Ha- he's like, there better be not no, no oil in that formula. Like, all the things he's turning into. I, I don't know. Nala's definitely opened up our eyes. And oh, my God. It's pretty it. cute. Another big thing that people are asking is pregnancy sex. Oh, really? Did
1: you guys have sex? We did. We did. You know, there's certain positions that you can't do. Did I love, like, I I didn't feel sexy towards the end. And then I was sick in the beginning. That's the thing with fathers. I really need you guys just to bear with us. Yes. Like, if I'm sick, if I'm feeling touched out, if I'm, like, don't take it personally and please don't guilt trip me. Yeah. Like, I'm going to come back. I'm going to yes. get around. And like, you know, if you have kids back to back, like sometimes you might be in a little bit of a low in yeah. your sex life for like kind of a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's well, what you marriage have to, is. You
0: ha- I think for me at least, sex is... it it correlates with my my confidence when i'm feeling good after like with my body during the gym like i i'm ready to go all the time if i'm not feeling good if i'm feeling gassy if i got stomach issues because pretty girls got stomach issues like i i don't want to be touched especially when i'm nine months pregnant actually i was so horny towards the end of my pregnancy you were yeah like
1: i would be like in a parking lot being like i really need to like do something right now i need to figure this out i think (laughs) i
0: i would get horny but for me like our sex is like we call it magic it's always amazing like I only have amazing I sex I call bullshit swear to fucking god you ask, never just I bring get Tyler, to get it in never get it in ever 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 I refuse he refuses I want magic 12 out of 10 that's all I want and if I have to go a week until I get it again I'd rather have that it's quality over quantity and so that's the thing I'm like at 9 months when I'm 200 pounds and I got one, one move I got one move it's dead fish like yeah. I can't do anything like I don't want to have sex like right. that you know I only want the amazing sex. Yeah. And at the end, that helps induce labor and we like, you know, had to. And I just, it was not fun for either of us. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't like just getting it in. Huh. It was not fun. So we had sex, but um, I'm looking forward to Sex post baby. Yeah. Well, which I've, please, yeah. please get on. I know you don't take birth control, but I know, I know. You I was just told her something. I just told Aurora that I might be pregnant right now. And I'm like, <laughs> how dare you? I'm like, I have my six week checkup tomorrow or two days and I've already had sex. So, oh my God. Let's just hope I'm not pregnant. We'll see. TBD. I'm trying to think of anything else that people, I guess, kind we'll t- of.
1: We'll talk later about like getting your body back, all yes. the things. Like, it is possible, ladies. And one thing, please don't buy any creams to avoid oh, stretch marks. Oh, that's what we were going to There's no cream in the world that avoids stretch marks. My boobs, tons of stretch marks. have yes. to get them fixed. I didn't have stretch marks on my belly. No one tells you about your boob stretch marks. Yeah. No one told me about that. I was like, what? Well, the Well, not fuck? everybody gets them. My mom didn't get them. Yeah. My belly, I didn't get any stretch marks, and I had a giant, yes. uh, very big You're baby all belly. That so was all bellies. But so a lot, some of it is genetics, but there are treatments that you could do. Morpheus yes. Eight is one of them.
0: Radioactive, you were talking about. Yeah. I just started that
1: RF. I can talk for. This is that's gonna be yeah we're gonna episode, do a right? fourth
0: trimester yeah. one but I agree with Aurora there's no. I think it's it's an industry that makes money like anything else. They'll have a, a little tube that's $30 and it's all natural yeah. belly cream. Don't buy that shit. If you really want to, I go to Costco. It's eight bucks for a tub of coconut oil. Put that shit on your vagina, your belly, your boobs. Just so you're not itchy, though. It's not going to fight it's, the stretch it's, marks. It's, it's for, well, because the stretch marks, is it's mostly genetics. So yeah. it's, ask your mom what happened with her. And then it's hydration. So the only thing you can, you know, control is hydrating your skin and moisturizing. Right. And nothing is better than coconut oil. Go to Costco, 10 bucks that's all you need.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's going to do what it's going to do. Right. And then, on, and then everybody's like, how do you have abs after you had two kids? It's all connected with your pelvic floor. I think um, Pilates, like a reformer Pilates class, something like that is, is amazing. I wouldn't get into running and doing any heavy lifting right away. You really need to no. like strengthen everything from the inside out. Yes. And then it'll come back. And, uh, and don't try to lose weight while you're breastfeeding. It's
0: not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Everyone thinks if you breastfeed, that's how you lose the weight. I mean, yes, it, and it can no. help, but I, I was, I, tr- I tried and it didn't do anything for me. I you was tried just for a week. I tri- well, for Jackson, I did six weeks. And I was like, uh-uh. I'm going to do it because I wanted to, well, for him, you know, for the baby, but also it's supposed to help with losing weight. Yeah. It's, I think it also is genetic because it didn't help me one bit. I was just famished. So I would eat because I was famished from but breastfeeding. But I wonder if because you have implants, that had something I to think do that's with what it is. Um, not being I able think, to breastfeed. I think that absolutely. I think because I looked it up and it was because I was like, what the fuck? Like three for three. Like, I can't do it. Like, it's not a mental thing. And you're I like can- a
1: made to be. a. You're- you're yeah. like, like, like you're made to be, I'm a made mom. To be I don't I'm, know <laughs> I'm made to
0: birth children. Yes. There's no doubt about it. But it can fuck up like the nerves during like getting yeah. implants. So I I think that's for me personally what happened. But maybe I just we'll end it with the note of to each their own breastfeed, don't breastfeed, epidural, don't epidural, doula, no doula. You know your body, Aurora can attest to that. You can trust your instinct. Trust your instinct. Um, Count your kicks. Don't obsess. Yes. And take care of yourself the best that you can because
1: that's how you have Healthy babies with happy mommies.
0: And it all goes back, mostly. (laughs) Yes, for the most part, but don't get on a trampoline. Yes, you will pee your pants. (laughs) And that's all. Adios.